Hello. Hi, Rebecca. It's Beatrice. Hi, Beatrice. It's Rebecca. How are you? I'm good. I'm in my thickest jumper. Um, Excellent. And it's got a roll neck that I can put, if I pull it up, it goes over my entire head. Oh, my God. That sounds so good. Yeah, sometimes that's very helpful. If you just want to block out everything, you can just pull up your roll neck. Be aware if you're doing it, because I was once at a party, and Adrian was the other side of the room, and I was with this person that I was really just thinking, you are the most dreadful person I've ever met. And Adrian oh, no. said, I was starting to pull my jumper up over my head without realising I was Oh, really? Yes, because I had one that was, it was like an off-the-shoulder jumper, but, but it could fold up and be like a cowl neck. Oh, wow. So it had a lot of extra fabric. And this was someone who went on and on and on and on and on in a monotone. Oh, usually I'm the person who get gets landed with, with well, someone like that at a party. Mm. Well, this jumper will help you because clearly, you know, without realizing it, I was pulling it over my head for safety. The thing is, if I do that, I also then think I'm invisible because I can't see anything. <laughs> so that's the other thing to bear in mind that people can still see you. Even if you can't see anything, it's a life lesson, a life lesson. It is a life lesson. Mm. It's really important to yeah. remember them. Yeah. Um, that's like in that, the bling ring girl who said about it's a learning lesson. Oh. And it is a learning lesson, Yeah, I think. it's a learning lesson, yeah. Well, two, be aware of your sartorial gestures at parties. Yeah. And then also, you're not invisible if you pull your, your polar neck over your head. Yeah. I feel enriched already. Yeah, we, we could stop right talking. there, yeah. I know, <laughs> oh, that's so much wisdom. Yeah. Well, marvellous. I I I have no such... Well, actually, I do. I bought this thing that is called a shacket. What? Which Adrian is taking the mickey out of a lot. Not the garment. The garment is very, very nice. But it's a shirt jacket. Ah, yeah, I saw one. At, um, and other stories, they had one um, which I really liked. Yeah, this but I didn't is a, go this for is it. Ray, which mm-hmm. I really love their clothes. And I just thought, well, you know what I'm like. I just thought, it's another layer. It's yeah. another gorgeous layer. But I didn't and, know that's what it was called. Yeah, I, I think I'm not going I'm telling you this for yeah. your dress history information. Yeah. But I'm not going to call it that out in the public realm because... Yeah. I don't think it's the best word. It's just not a nice sounding word, I guess. Mm-mm. Yeah. No. And I think let's just, let's just, if you're wearing it, I think it will be a jacket for me because it's huge, which mm. I also like that it was massively oversized. So I'm thinking 24 layers underneath. Can be yeah. Fun. It's just going to be a jacket for me. I'm not worrying about the whole shirt scenario. Okay. Yeah, let's let's do that. I, I'll agree. Let's just do that. Yeah, I'll fall in line with that. I'll... Excellent. Great. Excellent. So yes, that's my wisdom for you. Good. Thank you. Keep the keep the words separate. Okay, we'll do. We'll okay. do. Okay. And then, I think we've both watched the same film. Yes, I watched it last night. Thanks for suggesting it. And is it just called Halston? I think it's just called Halston, it's yeah. Just, but it should be because Halston is just called Halston. Yeah. Even there's a Roy and a Frewick to throw in yeah. there, really. 
So is yeah, that was the first thing I need to ask you. Um, because I, I came from a point of knowing very, very little. Okay. I'd, I'd seen images of, you know, his work and him, but I really didn't know very much. So Holston is one of his first names. Is that right? I'm not sure if it's like a family name. I oh, okay. Hmm. Yeah. But okay. Yes, yes. His full name is Roy Halston Frowick. Frowick, yeah. Mm. Yeah, Frowick is the surname. Yeah. But because he's like Cher or Madonna status, he's Halston. Halston, yeah. And the brand is Halston. Yeah. Yeah. So what what did you think of this, um, I don't know what you call it, like this story within the story thing? or I felt that that was over-egging the pudding. Mm. Because... God bless Tammy Gevinson. Yes. She, there are better things she can do with her life than do that, I think. Mm. I don't, it, because having her as like an archivist, but it's all like done as though it's like a film noir kind of yeah. PI thing. And it's just about who wiped the archival tapes of his shows and they know who did it. Yeah. It's not a very big mystery and it, I know. It kind of takes you out of what you're watching. Because I, when it started, I really liked the way it started with the colours and yes, the flowers. Really um, mm. I, I'm not the biggest fan of orchids, but that's just me. But I, I did like it in the film. Yeah. And then when it started, like you say, like a film noir, because I didn't know anything much. I thought there was something that was going to be uncovered that hadn't been uncovered before um and i thought oh well that's quite interesting that they make it a bit you know a bit bit like a crime thing but then like you say it isn't anything from what i can gather that it hasn't been known already and and sadly there's probably more designers from that era whose archives have been destroyed Mm. than kept because people didn't value them no no. I mean, they didn't value the archives, not that they didn't value the person. Mm. Um, you know, I've heard so many horror stories of people finding things in skips, which were just chucked out from yeah. various places. So although it's terrible to us now, it yes. wouldn't necessarily have been that terrible at the time. No. I mean, if you think of Ossie Clark, who's a sort yes. of contemporary, I guess. Yeah. The only the, footage yeah. I've ever seen is the one in this David Hockney, um, the film about the splash, is it called, or a bigger splash? Oh, right. There's I a little bit. That. There's a little bit of footage from right. an Ossie Clark show in that, but and which is amazing. It's, um, but that's. I think that's probably. I might be wrong, but I think there isn't that yeah. much more. No, I mean so much. So many people just didn't even think. It's really quite a recent phenomenon mm. that designers have thought I sh- that most designers have thought I should keep an archive. Yeah, like unless it was a couture house. But also, it would have been VHS. So even if they had kept it, yeah. but if they hadn't kept it really, really well, mm. you know, maybe wouldn't have survived anyway. It's just VHS yeah. is a difficult thing to keep. Yeah. So I was. I yeah. But I did. I thought. There were lots, like, given that so much stuff has been destroyed, I thought there were a lot of really, really great yes. clips. Mm. It's obviously, it's very much just, it's it's very much just positive about him, although it does say about 
you know, being tantrumy at certain points. Yes. But I mean, I do think his clothes are amazing. Yeah. And I think those clips, the ones that I was most entranced by were when he's at the Olympic Tower. Yeah. And you have those amazing, like, floor to ceiling incredible windows. Mm. And then the models, because the models are so amazing. Yeah. Like every single one, you just think, oh my God, you're so beautiful mm. and you're moving so amazingly and the clothes are moving so, so amazingly. And I feel that there's something so wholesome, like ironically, given how awful and how bad it all turned when he was there, there's something quintessentially Halston about that kind of money, money, flash, flash, but mm. also really restrained and elegant. Yeah, that's a good point. That's quite a... Because I, I was about to say there are a lot of shiny things but in some ways that's not true because I think all the fabrics well there are there is sometimes a bit of lurex but the fabrics while vibrant are not necessarily shiny it's just that no it's like he does some amazing things with sequins particularly Mm. for Liza Minnelli Mm. but it's I feel it's it's like that kind of very expensive clothing that you kind of have to know enough to know why to buy it yeah. rather than just mm. obviously I am displaying a lot of money. I have to say, I mean, I've always loved Elsa Peretti, mm. but loved her even more from her yes. interview with yes. her. That yeah. is so good. Yeah, no, I instantly looked up her jewellery and thought, She's, can I buy something? Yeah. I love her. I love her mm. jewellery. I love that picture of her at her desk at Halston. She's just amazing. Mm. So she was brilliant. And there were some great interviews with with the models and yes. and like with Liza Minnelli who I salute her as a very you know resolute best friend there that was good that best was friending I felt that was which, so good when she said she wasn't yeah. gonna talk but the way also she did it the way she yes. said it she she said it with a smile and then a wink and yeah yeah no I thought, yeah we I, appreciate good yeah, best friending off. Mm. Mm. she's she's amazing yeah and that was all good I find it kind of it, it's so because he's so sort of elusive within yes. all of it though I mean obviously because he's not with us anymore which mm. is very very awful and also what happened at the end yeah. of his fashion career is so awful but he's like I read a thing in the New York Times about how he's like Andy Warhol in a way and just in that way that he's he seems like this figure watching all these things going on and probably he was involved in everything that's going on of course he was but at the same time he seems like the detached observer kind of overseeing it and supervising it yeah supervising or co- orchestrating or choreographing or, yeah um that is that for instance yeah well i didn't know anything but i thought that was really interesting particularly also at the end when his niece said they organized a family reunion but even that had to be orchestrated yes. and everyone got white shirts for one thing and everyone yes, got yes. another outfit for another it was like they had to become Halstonettes as well true yeah very much because i mean it's so i mean it's fascinating how he comes from being a milliner because i really like that because that's like the old school you know lady way to get you know like the chanel era way to get into fashion was and i think that set up they're as quite a, a, they're quite a few other people aren't there yeah yeah who where that um, happens and that he said at Bergdorf Goodman, he had, didn't he say he's had something like 150 milliners under him? Well, they said that, and, and I thought, oh my God, can that really be true? But mm. I suppose if everybody, all the sort of women wore hats, then it 
you'd need quite a number yes, of cats. Yes, yes. Mm. And you'd need someone to store them. Yes, true. I'd, I'd love true. the clip of Barbara Streisand in the millinery department. Yes. That was really That's, great. That was really good. Mm. And I, I find it fascinating, the kind of global identity of Holson. Like, I don't know... Like when he goes, when they, he takes all his holsters to China, which seems like a kind of nightmare in practical terms, mm. and it seems like emotional terms for how yeah. it sounds, but just so fascinating and weird. And I feel it was kind of very, very problematic in numerous ways. This kind of we are taking American vision, and here it is, everyone, and watch it. And it was so kind of alien to have models doing modelly things and mm. kind of walking in factories. It's very strange in the way, and but kind of so compelling. There's like something so visually compelling about his clothes and the way the models present them. And I do like how connected the, the models are to the clothes yeah. and to his vision. Mm. I also got, and I, that's one thing I would have like to have had more of but I can see why that, that wasn't there but I you really felt he was appreciating his the people who worked for him uh, in the workroom for instance you know to give them yes a beautiful workroom with you know lots of windows and but that was I think that could have been more explicit I obviously got it because there were also quite a lot of photos where he was with people from the, the workroom mm. the whole group together and then also It just reminded me when you were talking about China because when he was in China, he he you could also tell he was appreciative of the people who were working in the yes, in the factories, yeah. and I just would have liked to have seen more of how he worked because I felt exactly mm, because I felt this Sorry, he on. obviously seems to be draping things, but then he ends up with these amazing patterns that. You know, if you drape something on a body and then you take it off, you don't have that kind of pattern. You then no, no. must do something else. And maybe that would have been too technical. But I, I would. But have... I think there's a really great book um, mm -hmm. that has Halston patterns, like where it's a circle of fabric and then a circle for your head and and yes. for your arms. But because it's cut a certain way, it flows really amazingly mm. once it's on the body. And it has like the pictures of the patterns in the book. Because I thought they might have more of Patricia Mears who, from MIT yes. who's done so much work on him. Because it was really fascinating what she was saying about when Charles James worked there. Yes. That he was too much trying to f kind of fix the clothes on the body, whereas Halston is the opposite of that. Mm. But then other people in New York have also said to me, which, you know, is clearly true, but what other people in New York have also said to me is he really helped in terms of of pattern making, of, of making Halston understand what you can do with a pattern. I don't know if that's true, but that's what someone, more than one person actually has said to me. Mm. But yeah, it would have been good to kind of dig deeper into his working process and into, because I suppose the trouble is, not the trouble, but like there's such a compelling narrative with him that he comes out of Iowa, he's a milliner, he becomes this superstar um, and gets associated with such kind of luxurious, rich, famous people. And I think it's like, that combined with then what happens with Studio 54 with his salon on the Upper East Side and then you know everything that happens with JC Penny and the kind of buyout it's like just so it's just so sort of filmic and mm. 
not it's like the sort of worst kind of fairy tale that ends in absolute disaster and I think it means I mean a bit like the way that Chanel is written about so much but very rarely in a fascinating way about the actual work itself that's true I think it's like that somehow does it that it, it kind of gets lost because of all the swirling gossip and intrigue and everything else yeah that's true yeah. I mean, what did you think? Because I, I found, like, I feel like I don't know J.C. Penny well enough to understand everything. Yeah, like, I don't... I don't know what the British equivalent to J.C. Penny would be. Yeah, and if there even is one, I I don't really know. The only know, the only little bit I know about J.C. Penny is that Mary Quant, you know, she did a line for them as well. Oh, did she? That's fascinating, because you really get the feeling that Halston working with... JC Penny was the first time yeah. ever that they'd gone into fashion. That that's oh, we need to know more. Yeah, that's that's actually what they say in the film. They say it's the first time a designer worked with JC Penny. I don't know, um I should know this more, but I don't know how much it was sort of built up as a quant line but I think it was I think it definitely was named she wasn't just an unnamed designer and that was quite a bit before but maybe that's that's... so interesting yeah but maybe he was the first American designer I suspect he was the first American designer and I also think it's just he's sort of almost more on the couture end isn't he I don't know well I suppose he's so he was so much associated with the social elite and the glamour of studio 54 and he's sold at Bergdorf's and everything but I do wonder like it it really seemed that whole kind of gruesome section of the film that's so compelling about the way he gets associated he's with JC Penny he's with this enormous conglomerate and it's just such a clash of cultures that they clearly it, it's clear that each one thinks they can use the other one but actually they can't because like I found it a bit icky the way that they like made that man from the corporation a crown and stuff and how yeah. the man was with you know fashion judginess and you felt like they thought oh we can just keep him happy and keep doing what we're doing and make the money and actually no because the corporateness of it all is too controlling and overpowering yeah and i think i need i need i felt i needed to read more or need read anything about what exactly happened because on the one hand he was taken over by a corporation and it sounded like that's he was quite keen on that because it would bring in more money and he could do licensing and that it sounded like that's something he wanted to do but then it seemed like the jc penny was even for the corporation too much in a way well it's Um, really fascinating isn't it because I mean, I'm super interested that you say Mary Quant mm. did something with them because I, I now I want to know who else was involved, if anyone, designer-wise. But also it felt like it was the way it was done that sent it wrong because didn't he sign for like a five-year contract with them? Mm. And you feel maybe he should have just done one capsule collection. Yeah. And he designed it himself, which seems wonderful the idea you could buy actual Houston design of JC Penny and they looked great oh my god I really wanted them yeah but is a good way to start a meltdown if you're trying to design every single thing yeah but it it seemed as well like I don't know like the way he presented it at the Natural History Museum and it was this huge it was like one of his normal catwalks yeah that it was a big production and very very fantastical 
And then the Bergdorf's man sees that and cancels, which is out snootiness. Mm. But at the same time, it's like he did, he shouldn't have, maybe they shouldn't have presented it that way. They should have presented it in JCPenney stores. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like it's, it's this. It's like it hadn't been smoothed out yet, how you do that kind of collaboration. Yeah, and I think also the the gap between high and low fashion was just mm. bigger and you didn't mix, whereas now that's quite normal. And yeah. So I think that was also also different. Um, Can you hear Coda? He clearly thinks there's a problem with the mixing of high and low fashion. Oh, okay, okay. He's woofing at all of this. He agrees <laughs> with you very much. Um, yeah, no, I think you're right. Because, I mean, a bit later in the 80s, people were really promoting diffusion lines like DKNY and Junior Gautier. And obviously there have been collabor- uh, not collaborations, which I mean licensing deals mm. with couture houses for decades and decades before this and Pierre Cardin I mean Pierre Cardin kind of blew his business to an extent by over licensing yes. so clearly it's something you have to be very canny about and very kind of you know really not oversee literally every design but really think strategically about where you're positioning yourself and how much you're giving out to the universe and maybe um, also I guess this sort of people understand maybe more now about brand and brand values and brand image and how how you have to somehow keep that up and you can do other things but it has to totally be in line or or add something or yeah I don't really know what I'm talking about but it's funny no no but it's funny that he did like the Girl Scouts Oh, did he? And, oh, yeah, yes, he did. Avis? Yeah. Was it Avis? It was an airline as well. That's true. The... I guess those have a sort of special status, if you like. And I guess also there is a long tradition of designers doing, say, I think Avis is a car rental, isn't it? But Oh, is it? Yeah, I think so. But there's a long right. tradition of um, designers doing airline what is yeah steward stewardesses as they would have been called and um uniforms so i think i think that's not on you yeah i think that was probably people would have you know been familiar with that but yeah that's i guess you do need to know more about jc penny what exactly what what was the thing about it yeah what's their status and Mm. and i'm just so interested in, in the mary quant link because because she was she was really good with licensing deals and things, wasn't she? Yeah, I mean, in some ways, she had a diffusion line. So mm. um, quite early on, I, I guess. But and the ginger group. Yeah, stuff. the ginger, exactly. And then I'm not so sure. Yeah, I do. I do wonder when people become more canny about this whole thing or when it changes. But it definitely didn't do anything. It wasn't a problem for her at all. In it. it the opposite I think but then it's sort of different a British designer doing something for an American department store maybe it would have been different if she'd done something for a for a British department store I don't know well also I don't know if Jace I mean yeah we just need to know more about what JC Penny's status was because also she's more kind of youth-led and pop culture and la la whereas although he was kind of pop culture it's like luxe pop culture not down on the street pop culture and I guess they're kind of they're not exactly a department store they're like this huge 
chain store, I think. Sure. Maybe they too much were seen as representing middle America and not fashiony fashion. Yeah, and what I've seen of know. them, which isn't much, was looked like mail order catalogs. Yeah, so that's right. that must be quite a big part part of it as well. Yeah. But when you think of like now the Target collaborations and and how popular those are, or they seem to be from what yeah. you can find out here, because we don't have Target. But I but guess also it, H&M. we've had decades of evolution of those kind of collaborations. And as you say, awareness of brands, awareness of high fashion. Mm. I think maybe that was another thing. The film seemed to show mainly sort of evening wear. And I... I That's true. And I guess that gives probably gives the wrong impression. You know more. You know more there. Well, I mean, I mean his amazing suede shirt dresses and and gorgeous car coats, like really great day wear, as well as the mm. slinky evening wear. So he is someone who you feel it. You know, it does make perfect sense. And I think, although I really think it's problematic, the whole idea that fashion is democratized is is problematic. I do think he genuinely wanted to reach a wider audience because I was wondering as well like how much did people know Halston at the time like outside fashiony fashion world yeah but then I suppose if he did girl scouts uniforms and I'm sure he did luggage and and I'm sure there were and like his perfume and sunglasses and things Mm. but maybe I wonder what his kind of brand awareness was in the greater population yeah I wonder too yeah but it's it's so awful when he loses his name. It's like I can't really bear it at that point. Yeah, and also the the person who was interviewed from the corporation. I don't know whether it was Norton Simon or yet another one. This, I I lost track. I know a I completely bit. lost track of mm. who owned what at what point. But at some point, that one man very pointedly recalls a meeting with Halston and where he called him Roy several times. Oh God, that was so just mean yes. and childish and mm. horrible yeah and he's still so proud of it yeah yeah that was odd Ugh. yeah no, that was really nasty and i feel like it must it must be such a weird dislocation of your identity that your name has gone yeah yeah I mean, so it ended no, quite it's, sadly it's all, it all gets yeah. very very tragic and well mm. obviously it does at the end but i think i mean i really enjoyed the film i found it really interesting to see the clips i think it has really good visuals even though the kind of framing device is problematic but it he is just so kind of enigmatic in the middle of all of it yeah i really like that they used a lot of clips almost like the outtakes maybe that was partly also because they didn't have that much and then they they needed to do that but i like that there was quite a lot him talking before the actual filming began yes. or afterwards. And also that bit where he makes all the models walk back into the room again. Yes. Mm. And it's not even for a fashion show, it's just them collecting in a room. Yeah. Because that's the thing, it's like he's this arch stage manager, but then that all starts to break down as, as the corporation takes over and is stage managing him. Yeah, and probably a perfectionist as well, this... Mm. You know, having to do everything himself. Yeah. Which doesn't work well in that sort of world, probably. No, no, absolutely not. But again, it's like those kind of practices weren't embedded enough within the fashion system, perhaps, for Mm. it to be obvious that you don't do that yourself. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. 
Well, it was very interesting to see it. Yeah, it was definitely very interesting and lots of things to follow up on. Definitely. We need to know about Jason yes, Penny. That's the main thing, I think. I love Halston forever and I'll love Liza forever for being a true best friend. Yeah, and Elsa. Oh my god, Elsa. <laughs> yeah. We need to Elsa. start saving up for some of her jewelry. I have got two Elsa Peretti rings. Oh wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. You'd know them if you saw them because yeah. I wear them a lot. But, yeah. Um, but I would very much like a bone calf. And and I think both of us would do well with Diamonds by the Yard. Yeah, <laughs> you would. We definitely I would. I mean, I've got the list in my head already. Yeah, I saw some, not bone, is it bean as well that she does? I saw yes. some clip-on That's earrings. Nice they were very nice. They were very okay, nice. Okay, well, we'll yeah. start our collective fund. Okay. More Elsa our Peretti jewelry in fund. our lives. Yeah. And just rewatching the clips with her because she she is just amazing. Yes. And those huge glasses. Glasses, exactly. We should both get huge glasses. Yeah. Okay. okay. That's a good plan. Yeah. All right. I'll talk to you soon then. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.